You're listening to Paint the Town podcast with your hosts, LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of. Welcome, everyone. Dude, this is, uh, I am stoked, man. We are in um, the, uh, the studio space of one of my favorite artists uh, that I've ever seen, really. Um, when I first came out to L.A. back in 99, uh, this is one of the first artist's work that I saw, like, all over the city. You know what I mean? And so yeah, uh, today we are in the studio of Vile. A legend, man. Welcome, Vile. Oh, thank you, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here, and the moment Teach walked in, he was like, man, I have studio envy, man. Total Be- studio space envy. For- space envy. <laughs> First of all, there's like a, uh, we call it a panty-dropping view of uh, <laughs> downtown L.A., man. That would be He's- correct. I would agree with that. It's, yeah, man. Uh, I mean, this little corner over here. We got the... A window you can just totally open the entire window, which is amazing. Usually windows you got you know like the security locking or something. You got some kind of screen or bars over it or something. But this, like if I wanted to, I could run and jump from here and totally go flying right out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the view, oh my god, dude! You see the the downtown skyline, and uh, yeah, that's an amazing view. Amazing, man. Cheers, man. Th- right thank on. you Thanks for welcome for uh, inviting us here, man. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks and uh, you know, I, I would I would have never imagined Vile for a coffee guy, but he takes coffee pretty seriously. It seems, man. you know, what I mean, and uh, <laughs> we were just talking about te- teach you having your coffee black like a man, or you well, had some you know, sugar inside. I'm trying to be, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to uh, appease the natives. You don't want to. I don't want to be stuck in my way, you know, I want to try different things, I want to see what all he has to offer here, you know, he made the nice offering of uh, some condiments to go along with the coffee, and I didn't want to be rude by turning them down, so I'm, I'm having uh, what's called a Nestle uh, Coffee Mate, along with my coffee. Nice. There and was I, some sticky stuff on it, though, I don't know what that was. Uh, you know, it's, it's just leakage. It <laughs> <laughs> happens. It happens here. No, we just... Put it in uh, the fucking coffee, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm going for it. No, here we go. And we, we got, me, me and Teach got nice little. and toasty outside. Like, we blazed it. Oh, that's perfect. We blazed dude. a little bit too, man. I don't smoke myself. I wish I oh, did. Thank you. thank you, sir. Yeah, uh, by the way, I'm just saying, since we're on that, Dave Navarro wanted me to ask you, well, how come you won't do mushrooms with it, man? <laughs> I mean, you, you know, just he's... But you know, if you don't smoke, then I mean, I can see why I mushrooms. Do, no, no, I, just, I know people that don't smoke that will do mushrooms. Oh, okay, I don't they're... smoke. Yeah, I mean, I'll pull out some hard drugs like a real fucking man and let's do some <laughs> shit. Fucking everybody smokes now; it's legal. <laughs> Fuck took all the fun out of that one. I love that. Man. Yo, you know, when I was younger, we used to go buy weed behind uh, Foster Freeze in East LA. And yeah. we'd hit up the paisas right there for like a dime of weed. A dime sack. like fucking dirt weed sometimes. They had like had seeds and stems. Uh, sometimes it smelled like gas. You just oh. you had to fucking get what, you get, get what you could. Where did you grow up? And, you know, we, Monterey Park, East LA, San Gabriel oh, Valley. Hey, oh, that's, so you're, hey, you're, you're from, from my neighborhood, man. Mm. I'm born in Monterey Park too, bro. Really? Yeah, I was man. Born Monterey in Park. Okay, I'm born yeah. in Monterey Park Hospital. Monterey SGV, Park man. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like a... Kind of like an Asian neighborhood, yeah. uh, at least in my generation, oh, you know what I mean? I, I went to, uh, 
Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Don't be calling right now. I went to, uh, <laughs> Somebody forgot to turn the ringer off. I went to a pretty decent elementary school, and uh, a lot of my friends were, um, you know, I, I was talking to, to Ash from the container yard the other day, and I was telling him, dude, like, some of my best friends at the time that I was, when I was younger, like, seventh, sixth, seventh, you know, fifth grade or whatever. We didn't have middle school. We just, elementary just went from K to eight. And uh, some of the dudes were like, one dude was Filipino, one dude was Korean, one dude was Japanese, one dude was Chinese, (laughs) one dude was (laughs) Mexican, one dude was like, you know, white. So it was like crazy because we kind of grew up, um, you know, we didn't have, I grew up with learning shit from them in a way at times, you know, it was like, I, I, I learned what SJ meant at the time which SJ was like you know like they would call each other SJs or they would call each other uh, FOBs FOBs yeah they would call each other FOBs they yeah, would yeah, yell yeah. at each other fucking FOB and I'd be like holy shit <laughs> you know, just real quick just because you know in, in me and Viles neighborhood basically we call it San, it's San Gabriel Valley it's the other valley people know San Fernando Valley you know the porn valley but nobody really talks about San Gabriel Valley and the thing is you know what it is a lot of people who are from LA it's all LA County and it's just a bunch of suburbs tied together and it, you're right it is really mixed man and yeah. you what know what do you um, oh shit sorry 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 it's okay no. uh, you know what um, I was raised basically raised Chicano um, my parents were born here actually though uh, and they went to my mom was born in Albuquerque, New Mexico. My dad was born in L.A. And they went to... My mom moved here. They went to high school here. And they met each other while they were going to high school. So my father went to Garfield High School. My mother went to Roosevelt High School. Were your parents artists? Uh, my mom is a trip. My mom is like... A, like, a, a, like a witch that doesn't know she's a witch. That thing. <laughs> like, just... Just really kind of random and, 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 and real interesting sense of humor and just comes from, you know, Albuquerque. And, what kind and, of work did she do? Uh, you know what? She just worked uh, like, you know, um place called, you know, just, I don't even remember what the place is called. But, you know, she just did like, she didn't do like art or anything like that. My dad was a construction worker, so he was into construction and he used to pull us out. Me and my brother to help go work construction out. to go help him out. Pull you out of school? No, pulled pull us out of our summer vacations. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so we would go work with him in random neighborhoods uh, and, you know, learn how to roof and how to uh, lath, what they call lath, which is, is putting, the, putting the chicken wire and the black paper on the outside of the houses. Oh, for stucco. For stucco. Oh, man, that's a Yeah, I was, my dad busted his ass, man. My dad used to fucking kill it i would trip out on him it's just well that's where the work ethic comes from yeah i guess so well, yeah. no, we my just... mom too my mom was, was was very like you know she can't sit still to this day she's gonna be 80 uh on the 12th and she's like on it fucking you, you couldn't even tell she's gonna be 80 nice that's awesome just like yo sit down <laughs> she, well, she, the... she sees shit happening for the family before it happens and then takes care of it and everybody's like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's her wish. She has a lot of good foresight. Yeah. She sees things like we would sit there and she would look at the wall and be like, do you see a face right there with like a fuck? Oh, she's like, super creative. Yeah. So she would see that. She like crochets and she does all that kind of shit. You know, she's like a, 
Yeah. So that's probably what... Uh, She's very crafty. Got you uh, yeah. at least interested in the arts. Crochet. Yeah, but you know what's funny is my brother was, a, was an artist. So my brother used to draw. My brother used to play drums. And and he still does. And uh, he's the one brother? that kind of... Yeah, he's the one that got me into everything. So he's how like many, 12 years, years older? older than me. 12 years. 12 years older. Okay. I'm the accident. You're the accident. <laughs> I came <laughs> six years after anybody. How many brothers and sisters you got? Two sisters, one brother. Yeah. Family. I love them, man. We all get along so well. That's awesome, man. That's and, uh, not very common, especially here in America. Not here in America, not here in the in LA either. I, you know, man, I'm, if, a lot of Mexican families are close, man. I'm, are you Mexican? Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, so I'm native Spanish, French, Mexican. Okay, okay. People are like, oh, so you have cousins in, in Mexico? I'm like, no. We were kind of like the border crossed us. We didn't cross the border, the border crossed us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind no, of I mean, built that shit over there, and we we're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a lot of like Chicano people in Texas that like are basically like you know actually Sabo. Remember we were talking about it. Uh, he's oh, yeah. actually like Spanish heritage too. He, he was not from Mexico too. You, you know what I mean? And there's yeah. a lot of people that have like his his like generations of family in Texas you know, that I mean, aren't Mexican. Yeah, you know, being colonized. Um, obviously, like probably the French or Spanish blood was not. Probably not um, brought into the mix through, like, you know, just with permission. Was, you know, it might have been traumatic. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like I, you know, I went to France and I didn't feel a connection to France. And I went to Spain, I didn't feel connected to Spain. I've never felt, you know what I mean? So I don't even mention it sometimes. Mm, yeah, that's, yeah. So LA is where you feel at home, right? I'm, I'm I guessing. mean, just the US, you know, just Albuquerque here. Uh, I like taking drives up north. I love the north, like up north. Like, I just fucking love it. Like, I'm a, I'm a fucking snow and tr- fuck forest and, and river kind of person. I'm a goddamn wizard, dude. Like, I'll fucking live in a, <laughs> like, yeah. I will live in a, I will live in the mountains. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the, the retirement plan, you know? I like it, dude. Yeah. That's so, um, uh, so when did you realize when did you have the inclination towards like uh, producing art like what was the first artwork that you remember making I remember making like a dolphin jumping with the with the goddamn um, rainbow in kindergarten in kindergarten construction paper (laughs) yeah and it was colored I was had my colors down I was like going in on with crayons crayons okay I was gonna be connecting as the medium and Um, you know this funny story about kindergarten is that me and this dude actually at the time who had the same last name as me Ernie Reyes I think his last name was Reyes there was a couple of Reyes when I went to the Ronald Reyes and Ernie Reyes hi guys wherever the fuck you are these days anyways shout out yeah shout out to my kindergarten homies <laughs> <laughs> but check it out there's this girl in kindergarten her name was G- Gigi alright I don't know where she's at these days but peace what's up Gigi the- <laughs> Fucking, we used to wear these like Lacoste shirts, right? The, the the commercial at the time was like, hold that tiger, right? And all the girls would chase the dudes and try to grab their, the tiger on their shirt. Yes. Yeah, remember that? Yes, totally. Yeah. So fucking, we used to wear these Latig Latig uh, right? Or right. Latigre, and you could button down the front, right? The polo shirts. Yep. So Gigi would come and put her hand on and touch her chest if you wore that. So everybody would be like, dude, look, I wore this shirt today. I'm going to get Gigi to touch my chest. She's the kindergarten. In the uh, sandbox. <laughs> she's the... <laughs> 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 oh, 
And that's why you drew a dolphin. That was the first action, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. It was like, I don't even think, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if she did that to me. I don't know if I got that. Dude, well, I mean, but dude, that was like, you know, conceptually. That was that was like, you know, the first idea of, of getting some action was, you know, well, to wear that shirt yeah, and you got like, a girl yeah. touching your chest. Yeah, dude. Thanks did, to the uh, media. <laughs> did, um, and Benny Hill. Benny Hill. I yeah. used to watch those, those videos as well. Right? My dad used to fucking let me just watch Benny Hill all the time. You know who looks like him right now? Who? Michael Moore. Oh, yeah. And I think that's last... putting down Michael Moore. <laughs> I know. I know. But I just remember seeing the last picture I saw of Michael Moore and thinking, man, he looks like Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Fuck, tell, 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 you know who else looks like Benny Hill is Axl Rose. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> hey, did you ever see when Axl Rose was in, in the ER, dude? And then he's like, they had a shot of him, and he still had his bandana. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh no! I was just like, that's yo, dedication, that man. bandana's fake, dude. He's like bald underneath there for sure, dude. Like, you know what I mean? I, that's what I think. I'm gonna I, take I, off my hoodie now. <laughs> well, well, you can have you can have teachers. I'm attached to my hoodie like Axel's attached to his bandana. Well, no, or, or you can Brett have... Michaels. Yeah, did, Brett Michaels. Did you, uh, did you ever? Um, we were actually talking about this earlier because um, I. I at a young age, we didn't have the access to all the information and images that kids have these days with the internet and everything. So in order to find any good images of women, um, one of my main sources was the uh, Sears catalog. Um, you know, I used to look at it for toys and stuff, but then course, we'd go through the bra section and be like, oh my God. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh, you know what? One time, I mean, I had home. We grew up in a neighborhood where there was, it was all dudes, you know, so we were able to kind of swipe each other's dad's uh, nudie mags. <laughs> and share them accordingly, but but you know I I, I dabbled in the uh, in, in, in the, the Sears, uh, catalog. Sears catalog. Yeah, Victoria's I think that's where, like I have like this this weird like fetish for like white lace bras, and I think that's where it came from. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, that must it must be throwback. Yeah, it's Throwback yeah. Thursday. It's Throwback Thursday. It is Throwback Thursday. Huh? It's Bring Me Back, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember it. No, I'm just saying that I, some kid would bring some Victoria. By my age, there was yeah, Victoria's Secret. Secret. Yeah, that was high school. Going yeah. on already, you know what I mean? Yeah. And some, like one of my friends would bring him in his backpack like there was some, like, something wrong. It's just, <laughs> that was, that was it's just, it's just garbage <laughs> sent to your house, man. You know what I mean? I remember, you know, I remember at one point, okay, so we had a, a 7-Eleven in our neighborhood. Mm. And so the thing was to go in the magazine rack and get one of the, the, the Playboy or the Hustler mm-hmm. and uh, shove it down your pants and make it out of there with it, right? Yeah. Never actually did it myself, but one of my friends did, and I was able to get one page oh, wow. out of that magazine yeah. that had you know, a woman you know, that was topless. Yeah. Didn't even show her, her bush or anything like yeah. that, which God, back then there God were bushes. Bless the bush. Right? I'm a fan. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Back then there, there was the there was Bush yeah. at that point. You so you saw a little bit of it, but you saw yeah. her boobs. And that lasted so long. Like I I kept it outside in the, the woods. Bank. The spank bank. This little spank bank was yeah, one you page. Were, you were fucking drinking off of the woods? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> See Well he's from Destin, no, Florida. No, that's fucking you know white I mean? privilege right there, dude. <laughs> <Fuck that. laughs> you had woods jerk off. Fucking white fucking privilege, man. Fucking dude. No, but the, the sad day was was um, was when it rained. You know what I mean? And I did not make it out there in time to retrieve, you know, to bring it into your, the inside your, hiding. Your honey doll, your honey babe. I mean, she was all like just falling apart and everything uh, when I saw her, and I was just so that was a 
that was like okay so there has to be another mission now to get you know to retrieve more for the spank bank right which i don't even remember what happened luckily at that point well, then you discovered scrambled uh, cable. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. This is totally house. a thing. Do you remember the song? It <laughs> okay. used to go bub up in the background. No, no. Anyway, it's so fucking funny. The reason is because everybody used to watch scrambled porn and shit. And there was this kid. There's this kid who would sing that fucking song. At the time, it was, it was very distinct. You know That's what I mean? Funny. He'd sing that, that song in the back of the class, and everybody knew what he was fucking talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the fucking funniest thing, man. Well, You'd that, be like watching that shit, like, oh shit, is that a nipple? Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I think, you know, I mean, in yeah. the meantime, there's a smooth jazz playing, you Dude, know what I mean? You go fucking cross eyed. But, uh, you know, I did what we were willing to do to see some nudity. I mean, dude, and the kids got it fucking apparently got it easy these days. You know, they just push it on their phone, dude. I know. It's crazy, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. There's no more spank bank. Like, so don't talk to me about struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Struggle was sitting through an entire movie at your friend's house. Sitting through like an hour and a half just because there was part of a boob showing in a scene. Oh, yeah. Like, I had a... Oh, you know what's funny is my homie, rest in peace, uh, Pato, who passed away, is a dude I grew up with, uh, Mondo. And uh, he found he, there was a there was a movie with Phoebe Cates in it, and I forgot what movie it was. Oh, no, no, but there no, was a was side a fast boob. Time. No, it was a fast no, time. It was a different one. Okay, they were like on an island, or they were on a beach, and Phoebe Cates had her shirt off, and then he goes, "Dude, look!" And he found it on on the video, and he's like, "Look, because he goes, because you know a titty just ain't a titty without a nipple, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> And he goes, he pauses it. He goes, look. And she had like duct tape over her tits, but you could see like the side boob. But yeah, you saw like duct tape over her nipple. Oh, I see. Dude, and you know was, what? That was fucking disappointing. No, I'm just saying, you had to keep stuff for your spank bank in your mind. That though, movie, you know I, mean? I hate, you know, movie magic ruined. You know, at an early age, uh, a lot of things were ruined for me when I was a kid. My brother took me to go see Iron Maiden. And uh, we had these seats that were off to the side of the stage. And I was able to see, like, you know, the band playing but i also saw like the fucking puppeteers working the, the eddie the guy eddie that they have that yeah. comes out eddie i helped also saw them helping him up and down the stage you know and then he came out and like performed you know but for me i was like dude like eight years old ruined the magic, that shit fucking of. ruined the magic dude mm. like i was like oh okay so that formed my you know the way i see looked at everything for the rest of my life Interesting. Well, well let me ask you so we were talking about like Okay, we were talking about, like, Bush and, like, looking at those magazines, but thing, same thing about graffiti, man. I mean, like, some people... Yeah, are we, what are we here for? Are we here to talk about... Are we talking about, <laughs> we talk about right? art? <laughs> no, 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 no. We really well, need I mean, to go let's talk, let's talk about that real <clears throat> Continue, please. No, but what I'm I was sorry. saying is that a lot of times, like, kids these days, if they want to look at graffiti, they just go hashtag LA Graffiti on Instagram, and they yeah. can check it out all the time, right? But yeah. back in the day, it's like, if you didn't see it, have a hip-hop book that showed some graffiti of some sort, it's just like you had to basically see it in your neighborhood or... You, you know, I'm. Mean, you know, what yeah, about? I was just telling him on the on the last podcast, like where I'm from, this little fishing village in Florida, <laughs> um, Destin, three three miles by five miles, where you had and space to jerk off in the woods, right <laughs> next to our lot. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty full forested lot and and several little uh, mini uh, graveyards, if you call them. But nice. um, there was the only piece of graffiti. In that whole town, was on a was on a container, um, shipping container, and it said ethics, and it sucked. It was in block letters, not even nice throwy to, uh, bubble letters or anything. It was in block letters, and it said ethics. That was it. Wow. That was the only graffiti I saw, up until 
basically till I came out here to California in uh, 1996 or so for some job. And I saw like a few pieces and I, um, and then when I came out here in 99 and started living out here, one of the first things that I saw was one of your eyes and then another one and then another one. And we went and to Amsterdam and we saw one of there too, man. Yeah. We saw one there <laughs> and they're like everywhere now. So, yeah. so, I mean, what was your first, uh, you know, I mean, obviously where we did, have the where internet. Where did the eye come from? Uh, you know what? I used to always include them in everything I drew uh, as a kid and, you know, growing up. And I used to do these weird characters. And uh, they were just way the fuck out there, you know? And they were like, mm, like a spider, but it was like human hands, you know? So it, had, it was like two human hands, but it was a spider and it was like crawling. And I used to get into like these weird like places. And uh, I always kind of had this like weird access in my head to like, you know, just dark places <laughs> uh you know and um and you know things like you know witchcraft or or you know um is that because your mom magic influence? and stuff like that no 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 my mom would never ever admit or even entertain the idea that she was anything other than just you know just she mom. Was just kind of mom yeah yeah you know she just wasn't it's interesting because she tells me that she could close her eyes and before she falls asleep, she can see a place. And she goes, and there's doors everywhere. She goes, and I can walk through it. And it's just as real there's as... There's a word to describe that. I've been trying to think of it ever since you mentioned um, the way your mom would see things. Um, that's something like a medium. Something like yeah. a medium. Um, but my son actually has been told that he is similar like he has abilities to see things in ways that a lot of people can't interesting um but so when did you like uh when was the first eye that you sprayed uh you know just the yards like you know we'd go paint at belmont or go paint at a motor yard and you know like you were talking about to discover graffiti like we had to go find it right so we would take the bus and go different places and travel um on bus on the weekends or after school. This is outside One of, our of SGD first into like into it. Hollywood yeah. into yeah, there's when I met King, uh, Create King Create. It's funny to see him, you know, um, these days because I always tell him like, dude, you don't remember where we first met. I first met Create, we were on the 33 bus going to from downtown to Hollywood, Melrose, and they were bombing the fuck out of the bus and we were catching little tags, but we weren't as as brave as they were you know they were like around what year was they this? were on the this bus was about, they were spraying the bus while they were on the they bus they were tagging buses with the meanie uh with unis and and uh and mean streaks and we were tagging with mean streaks and so we saw them riding and they had like jerry curls and like fucking they looked like gangsters fuck you know so we were like tripping out but then they were tagging and create was kind of the more uh just chilling just like kind of observing you know tagging but like being like more of like the lookout and uh, and you know we started we struck up a conversation and he told us like oh yeah yo you guys are going to Golden Apple and we're like yeah and he goes like yeah that's where you get the Bodie comic books right the Mark Bodie comic books which was like the characters that everybody was using back in the day like Cheech Wizard and and all that stuff people okay. would use that character it's funny because Mark Bodie his, Von Bodie's son is a good friend of mine now oh, and wow. I sleep go to, whenever I go to the to the bay I sleep at his house and everything. So it's funny to, to it comes full circle like that. You know? Was he a part of a crew? Create. Uh, Create was part of RTN. Yeah. So at the time, Create was like, "Yo, took us to go where where the where you could get the the comics were." Mm. You know, like walked us right up to them. Even you know, like dude, we just met the dude, 
and uh, yeah. and then he's like, oh. "We're gonna go to Fairfax Yard. You guys want to come?" And we had to go somewhere else, so we we're like, "No, we can't, man." But you know, like, we'll link up. You know, I think we got numbers, and you know that shit never. But that's, you know, some of the first adventures is like discovering all that shit, right? Like finding out, like, yo, this place down in 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 the business area of downtown LA sold pilots, and they had piloting, and the staff was. They didn't pay attention to fucking anybody, so you could go there and just jack. You know, I didn't. I didn't steal too much. I stole like three or four, five pilots, <laughs> and then you would steal the ink, and then you'd fill up your marker with all the ink, and then. Right. That's know, awesome, right. man. Just real quick, I just want to show you guys that we, at LA Art Gallery we've been documenting for about ten years. We did a little video with Create Two, um, and we posted it up here. It did a little bit of graph history actually with it. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? This is the one and only. It's the grand, incredible Mr. King Create from Los Angeles, California, South when Central to be exact. Yeah. Representing Rock in the Nation crew, Last Crew stylist, West Coast artist, Rock Angels, and the magnificent team. Being a kid born in the 70s and the early 70s, I'm basically a product of the 80s. Uh, me being a product of the 80s, I had the opportunity and the chance to uh, check out what was being done in the early 80s growing up in the golden era or the golden days and stages of the foundation of LA hip hop and not only just hip hop but the graph culture and the movement in general. I had a chance to see when we was first developing when there wasn't that much pieces around throughout the city when um, pieces were basic and bubbly with a bunch of sparkles and characters with radio on our page man. that's cool so you said, man. what crew did you say he was in when you uh, uh I don't know if RTN was around then I think they were around I don't know if what it was that in for? RTN uh, Rocking the Nation Rocking the Nation Rocking the Nation we were talking about on the last podcast uh, just the different crew uh, abbreviations you know mm-hmm. they can stand for different things they don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to stand for one thing all the time yeah yeah and so which crews have you been a part of oh fuck uh I started off with a crew in, in 1990 called COI, and it was myself, Man One, a dude named Sacred, who was a fucking visionary, um, a guy, Seance, um, who was another fucking visionary, uh, Lexo, um, Comet. We, have about, we had about 15 members at our deepest. In the 90s, dudes were like 50 deep in crews, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was like yeah, it was safety gang. in numbers, dude, and it was bordering into... That's when tag banging came out, and that's when crews started acting more like gangs. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of, we had just been always into painting, you know, and trying to do productions and just doing, you know, what we could do. And, and some of it was weirdo, and some of it was different, and it influenced, Sacred influenced a lot of people in L.A. Without and, mentioning uh, any names or crews or anything, um, were you ever caught up in a, in a beef that actually got physically violent? Uh, beef? No names, nothing. Just yeah. Were you ever like in a fight because of a beef or something like that? I mean, uh, you know, when I was starting, I, I got you know into some shit with uh, some dude that's now passed away, but he went on to be more of a gangbanger soon after that. So uh, yeah, and uh, I'm just trying to educate people also um, with everything else that you know how stuff like this can get dangerous really yeah. fast well I mean it got really dangerous because a lot of the, what happened was like you know the gang the movie Colors came out and the movie Colors influenced everybody so if you had a cousin that was in a gang 
who was from 18th Street, and you were in Alhambra. When that movie came out, all of a sudden, you were from 18th Street. A lot of people I knew got into neighborhoods, and they stopped doing graffiti, and I became almost like a hermit, right? You just kind of, you just fucking avoid everything and, and parties and all these other things and all these, you know. It's a smart thing to do. You just you just did it, you know, because it's not what I was kind of... If you don't understand, the 90s, like, it was real shit. dangerous during that period yeah, yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. sometimes, like, they'd I mean, be you like, know. you can't be here because you're Asian. They would have all full-on, like, okay, today, like, people are just going to try to cap on Asian people because there's some, like, gang warfare shit It's going. Asian Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> it's not throwback Thursday. It's kill Asian Thursday. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you know, um, you know, the crews that I'm from, I'm from K2S and LOD, and a lot of those dudes... A lot of talent in those lo- crews. And a lot of those guys in those crews... Are also heavily into gangbanging in the nineties, and they 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 survived, you know, thankfully, you know, and uh, they're on to doing some are some are doing amazing shit with their art, and some are just happy family men, like, and they're they're just just alive, you know, and they paint on the weekends if they can, and that's fucking cool too. Like, it's all you know, very, you know, it, it's all cool, like it's all good, like you know, they survived, and that's all that matters. At the, you yes. know, we had green light on us from the Mexican mafia for a while. Like, Jesus. you know, th- that just meant that, like, if you painted, even if you were painting legal walls, like, any neighborhood could, like, fucking smoke, shoot you, and that was it. They didn't have to. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, anything, you know? so Mexican was, mafia stuff going on in SGV, too. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's kind of like. Well, Asian mafia stuff, too. Yeah, no, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of dubs, you know what I mean? Like I said, we don't let's need to name Let's not get into that. Let's yeah, not get into that. that. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk wanna, about something else real yeah, quick. What I let's talk go about back real... to the porn stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I just have to tell this story real quick. Yeah, no, it's true. I can hear a story. You know, we had cable back then, right? Like. Every now and then you might get like a free channel just a, a trial, right? Oh yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. So we got Playboy Channel, right? At my parents' yeah. house, right? And then Dan, right? I was in the in the back of the house, right? So this this trial went on, and I realized that yo, if I take the fucking cable out when the trial's over, for some reason, I this is my thinking: take the cable out when they end the trial. It doesn't it doesn't touch the cable, right? It doesn't touch my <laughs> box. And then I'll just and then I'll just reconnect it. Yeah, 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 then, yeah. It you know, actually I worked. might have Playboy Channel yeah. even after the fucking free thing was over. Yeah. It worked. It worked. Well, I don't know if that's what it was, but to me, that's what it was. <laughs> no, you know what? So, Here's- so my cousins would come over, or my friends would come over and watch. You know, it's, it's Playboy. It's not like you know. It's not like hardcore, right? It's not it's hardcore. It's just yeah, yeah, boobs and fucking hair, which was amazing. But at three o'clock, <laughs> at three o'clock, I cut it off and tell everybody, okay, sorry, but that's it. And I would turn on Bob Ross. And Bob Ross was the only thing that took me from, like, Boner City to, like, <laughs> just go watch Little Pain. Let's paint a happy little tree right here. So right, No, I can see that, though. It's yeah. just, like, it's too much more. I, I can do, you know, I can do a fucking landscape for you right now. Is it, does that Bob Ross who, with my, like, with for, my dick. No, <laughs> Sorry, That's guys. what I'm talking about. No, dude, you we're know, not afraid to talk about anything. You know what? What I love about it is just like I honestly, we, everybody knows like all these artists' uh, work. You know what I mean? But we actually don't know any of their personalities. And it, this podcast just gives us a platform to hang out with you guys and let the audience know like what kind of guy you are, man. And real quick though, I don't want to get away from this. Like we were talking about, you always felt like you had like an access to the dark 
darker realm, if as you would say. I mean, yeah, maybe like, it wasn't like that. It was a darker realm, but it was definitely more spiritual, kind of. Uh, I, I guess I don't know. I spent a lot of time alone. You know what I mean? As a kid, even as a kid, I would you know I would just attract like for some reason like people that were just angry or hateful would just like kind of to me. You know, like and that was weird. You know, it was like almost like uh, probably because you seem like a peaceful person. Yeah. And they they gravitate well, to that. Well, that was weird because when I was a kid, I was like a fucking pyromaniac, and I used to set everything on fire. <laughs> did you like to melt the thing, or did you? No, like... I just like to burn it. I just burn everything. <laughs> I would set everything on fire. I set well, a lot you of fire. You can be an arsonist and still look like a sweetheart. Yeah, you know. I, so. I just wanted the warmth. I see. <laughs> well, hey, man. I mean, like I said, I would have never known that. Uh, you know, I'm just saying, all these different eyes. It's just, it's very mysterious, man. Like, you know, what I mean, and you know, it's it's weird. Is that it? Kind of like, um, you know, it was like looking for something that was like that. I could, not, I want, I don't want to say brand, but definitely like something that I could always like put up that people would just be like, oh, that's vile. Yeah, and no. trying to turn something into a tag, right? Because it was a tag, and you tag your name and. For some reason, people can tag their name a hundred times and 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 nobody says shit to them. But I paint a hundred eyes, and everybody like gets mad at me because I paint eyes all the time and I paint eyes everywhere. And people are like, oh, what are you gonna do? Paint another eye? And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Like what? You know what? That's you could so- do a throw up. You could do a fucking tag. You could do a fucking wee paste. Like I'm gonna do a fucking eye. And like fuck you if you don't if you don't like it too bad. Like that's don't look. so funny. But people will always try to find. First of all, it's like. Eyes are fucking cool. Don't ever stop doing them, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's yeah. just also, you're totally right. It's just like, hey, man, you've done your tag, your throwy, like, a billion times, man. Yeah, it's just like all these different eyes so are you actually... You can be doing everything perfectly right, and there's always going to be some son of a bitches out there. They're going to come hate on something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but luckily, but, someone told me about that kind of early on when I started doing graffiti because uh, people were saying there was a... a uh, blog that was on for a little while called Merrill's and Fairfax and people could actually put anonymous comments on your pieces you know so they could say some shitty stuff but it was which was very uh, traumatic <laughs> for me <laughs> coming from not being a graffiti artist to you know yeah. putting my stuff out there and for right. me it was like throwing myself out there naked you know and people taking shots at me and right. so it just like you know I was like oh my man these guys saying shit about me and then you know whatever but luckily I don't remember who the fuck it was they're like look dude if if you're letting this bother you and get to you that much, then you should just stop now. Yeah. Because the more people you reach, the more people are going to come after you. Yeah. And yeah. you just gotta you know find a way to 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 get something from it. Yeah. My last name is Reyes, and uh, it's spelled R E Y E S. Oh, like the guy that's going to be fighting John Jones coming up. There. Oh, nice. Are you a UFC fan? I like to watch it, but I'm not a nerd about it. Like, I don't know. I am. I, no, yeah. You know what? <laughs> you know, you can invite me to your house, motherfucker. I'll watch it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. I watch uh, UFC Unscrambled. <laughs> he <laughs> won't watch it unless you're not getting it the way you it's should. Scrambled. I don't know your name. Reyes. You were, you were, uh... Yeah, Reyes. So it's R-E-Y-E-E-Y-E. Eyes. There's eyes right in there. Mm, and you yeah. turn it backwards and it's seer or sayer. You know, see here, so oh, yeah, there's all yeah. kinds of play, and uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, as a kid, like I was really into metal and like um, horror movies and shit like that. So, uh, which metal f- bands were you I into, to, man? 
Well, you know, I didn't know any better. I was in Motley Crue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't anything that was, like, kind of dark and, and kind of, like, you know, at the time that, like, you know, I know Motley Crue, they had a lot of pentagrams on their shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would yeah. draw that all over my books. They had pentagrams all over my school books and stuff, yeah. you know? Well, you said and, you uh, one of my friends got Iron Maiden, right? You went to the Iron Maiden Yeah, I went to Iron Maiden. Yeah. One of my friends uh, in high school, he got into witchcraft and he started practicing and, uh, you know, he... You know, other people were like, oh, how do I get in it? He goes, well, first you got to fucking get a jar of rusty nails and piss in it and bury it in your backyard. And then the dudes would be like, oh, no, fuck that. I'm not going to do that shit. <laughs> so he, but he went as far as to, like, make paper. And then he made a book of spells. And then he would have visits from, uh, you know, uh, duendes, as we call them, duendes. Or, or you know, like, gnomes. Oh. Or, yeah. There was a lot of those in SGV. I don't know anything SGV. about, Yeah. In East L.A., it, the duendes or the gnomes or the you know the little men that are running around like those are big in the S, in Monterey Park, like, East like L.A., the, uh, like the Garden Gnome kind of thing going on, kind of like that, yeah. Like okay, the, they, we I call mean, in Spanish they call them duendes. Okay, are they like uh, they're just little mischievous fuckers that like take your keys and hide them, and shit like that. Interesting, you know, like just interesting. that, like so that you know so. You know, we referenced things as we were painting. We started referencing those book of fairies and the book of, you know, like these different kind of books that we were referencing to do our work. We weren't referencing, we weren't, you know, I tried break dancing for a little while and I, I wasn't very good at it. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. I'm not very athletic. Um, but I liked going into my mind and I liked reading things that made me think, you know, the native thing too, even with. Like, in Native culture, there was all this, like, you know, talk about, like, you know, small people and giants and shapeshifters and stuff like that. So I started understanding that, like, majority of my culture was just basically fucking demonized. And then they fed it back to me. And basically what they fed back to me was my own culture demonized. And then I believed myself to be evil because of these practices that were fed back to me as being wrong. And uh, and then... I became aware and awakened by that, you know, and then that's where the eye kind of helped a lot with that kind of. It's like an awakening. Awareness. 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 Right. Yeah. awareness. Yeah. It was just like this, like, look, motherfuckers, like, I know, like, I see you, you know, and so a, a lot of it, like, people are like, oh, you're fucking Illuminati or you're this or you're that, and I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, right, dude. Like, <laughs> I'll put a fucking. Illuminati. <laughs> I'll put an eye in a pyramid mm-hmm. if, it, if it makes you uncomfortable, but I mean, I think it's. <laughs> kind of the easy route to go and also like where did they take that from right who did they steal it from go back into that you know go back into the the you know even further than that right like the Masons, beyond yeah. who made the beyond the masons you know yeah, like the, yeah you know exactly. and into what they're studying and into so and that's Egyptians, what we started basically. fucking you know because we're seeing hieroglyphics and we're thinking that's what we do too kind of and you know, cave drawings and cave paintings, and that's what we're doing. So let's doubt. Let's go further deep into that, right? Yeah. Let's I mean, go into numbers Easter, and let's like go into the bunny and everything. That's a pagan, yeah. You know, symbol right there. Yeah. You know that Minnie Mouse was uh, inspired by the fly Garrick mushroom, right? Well, that's one of the stories, and also that the reindeer eat those mushrooms. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I heard on harvest time, and the shaman in in Europe used to drink. The reindeer, the reindeer pee, piss, reindeer right? Piss. Yeah, no, I heard about all this. Get high. <laughs> so well, you know, those have are. Have you ever experienced <laughs> any like? Uh, if you can visually put out a, a acid trip for somebody or a mushroom trip for somebody and say, Ooh. "Look, this is where this is your, this is where you're going. This is where you'll be later in life. This is where." 
I, I you like, can travel uh, into within your mind or in your spirit, you know, and find these places. Like, you'll be all right, you know. Fuck this, like, mainstream media uh, and, you know, the American dream and all this bullshit of, like, how you're supposed to grow up and what you're supposed to obtain to to be happy, you know. Like, you're into that. Yeah, okay. let's get away from that. Dude, what, how many countries have you been? What countries have you been to? And put your work up in. Uh, shit. Um... Well, well, we've seen it in Amsterdam, man. We went to Amsterdam, NHDR, right? Uh, I, I was out of Bristol in the UK, Bristol, uh, Spain, Germany a, few, a couple of times. Um, the Middle East, you know. Uh, oh, wow. Went into in the Palestine and oh, went really? into Gaza for 10 days. And that was... Wow. Yeah, you, had to be, you have to be invited to go in. And, uh, you know, that was, that was the other thing, too, is like there was this, this thing that I was producing that I was painting, and it wasn't my name. And I, so I could go into a place like Gaza and do a fucking eye or do some eyes and there was no like the fuck is that you know people were like oh yeah like people can connect to it you know exactly and that's the thing that kind it's of a, like it's a, it's a universal yeah international exactly. symbol and, and one time I painted it and somebody asked me that somebody asked me why and I and this man this older white man just interjected and he was like because it's the single most powerful image you could fucking paint in the world, wow! I and love I was that. like, "What he said?" Yes. Like, that guy right there. I can throw my voice too. You see how I just yeah. did that? And uh, and that was cool. You know, I thought that was that was pretty cool. That's that sure. true. And it, you know, I mean, maybe so wait a second. Wait a second. You're on the Gaza fucking strip. Yeah. Um, I got yeah. stung by a fucking. Uh, I got stung by a bee. No wasp. Jellyfish in the Mediterranean. Mm. Yeah. A jellyfish or a man of war? No jellyfish. It hurt. I'm just going to pee no, on no, it. It <laughs> just wrapped around me. One of its little things. Yeah, like, it's a man of war. And it was just. That's a man of war. Man of war is. Yeah. It was it's clear. A type dude. of jellyfish. Yeah. yeah it's a man of war yeah. jellyfish. Oh, man of war okay, jellyfish. jellyfish. Okay. okay, jellyfish is just a little glob of something. Right. Okay. And a man of war has the. The tentacles. The tentacles. Okay, so this guy's from a fishing town. He oh, definitely, okay. yeah. Painful he, as fuck. Yeah, I, I dude, I had a scab that ran around me, like like wrapped around I had me. Had a few of those myself. And uh, the girls I was with peed on it for you. One wanted to pee on it, but the <laughs> other one was like, "Don't be peeing on him." And I was like, "It's not time to get jealous, ladies. Drop your underwear. Somebody pee on me, please." It helps. It really You're does. Like I need it. Yeah, I need yeah, it right yeah, here. Get this golden shower right here. I'm not look. Just a little bit. Was there any, your escort, like your chaperone or whatever, to get in and out of there? Was there any gunmen? Did you see any gunmen? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, there was a, you know, Israel's no joke. They're armed to the teeth, and their weapons are like nothing I've ever seen before. I had 17-year-old dudes with, like, attitudes, shitty attitudes, like, ha! Like, just tell me, like, how they ran my country, and they were like, you know, like, we ain't shit, and fucking don't work with Palestinians because they fucking suck. And they hate Palestinians. And all these things were told to me by, you know, IDF cats. And they're heavy dudes, man. And, uh, you know, it's a... Krav Maga, man. I mean, they... That, you can't even kick their asses. Even yeah. the chicks. They'll beat you up. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, they're ready for, like, war at any time, basically. Dude, right? I mean, they had, you know, drones. And they were, they were sitting in air-conditioned places, like, just dropping bombs and stuff like that. We would hear bombs. We would see light bombs. We heard of... Sound bombs, we heard light bombs. Sound heard... bombs. That was going to be my next question was when you were over there, did you hear any action? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, they bombed sunset. And, you know, it's like almost like when you're here, you hear like fireworks go off and you're like, oh, it's a firework. But over there, it's not a firework. 
the other thing that's very interesting too is that they ride their horns in the morning. So aside from like all the conflict that's going on, uh, the traffic in Gaza is very fucking kind of hectic. And basically you wake up to like beep, 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 it's yeah. just something you gotta adjust to right away. The other thing you can adjust to is sharing uh, water with complete strangers, mm. like uh, taxi drivers. Oh, like let's just share water with you, <laughs> dude. It's 120 degrees, oh, 110 degrees. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a life and death situation. Yeah, it's right. just definitely not. Yeah, so what's like that? What's the hairiest situation you've been in? Are you talking about Bush again? <laughs> I, I like love, to try to take it back and forth. I, I love it. You know what? We get into like these deep art conversations and we bring it back and forth, dude. That's, it's so graffiti style, dude. Was that like the, the scariest situation you've been in as far as being around guys with guns and stuff? I mean, I say on a, on a more international scale, it was it was definitely the, the heaviest and the, the, you know, to be there as a, as a uh, civilian, you know what I mean? It's like I'm not there. I don't have a weapon. You know, nobody in... Palestine can carry a gun like nobody in Gaza can carry a gun like you can't have a knife what are you going to do with it you know and then there in in Gaza there's Hamas which is the Palestinian police which are corrupt in their own way and they're not very nice either you know so it's just a weird it's just one of the heaviest trips I've ever taken it will go down as one of the heaviest trips but it's not like a place where I thought I mean, I thought I could get blown up, or I thought I could get shot, or I thought I could, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to make it back. Like, it's just that kind of heavy, you know? Wow. So you go there thinking, like, oh, I'm going to fucking die. Like, I'm not going to come back. And then yeah, you come back and you sit here, much. and, yeah, you come back, and you, you come back to L.A., and then you eat some bad fucking fish, and then you have the shits. <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm back. You know, I survived. <laughs> I'm sad, painful shits right now. <laughs> you know, this is part of God's plan. Well, wait, let, let me ask you. They didn't uh, think that you're going to take a spray can and light it on fire or use it as a flamethrower? I mean, that would be like, they would just laugh. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. saying, because that's what they oh, thought. Oh, we got a bigger one than that in my yeah. pocket. Whoa. We yeah. were just in China, right? Uh, right? Oh, this was crazy. And oh, did they think you were going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Sorry. No, no, no worries. worries. No, no, no worries. No, no, no. We're hey, good. Are you downstairs? Oh, is that one of your ladies? All right. Bye. That's truth. It I is. Know. True. Oh, sweet. Oh, man. She just joined the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll go yeah, get her. Awesome. <clears throat> we'll, uh, we'll run our traps about uh, your, what's going on in here until you get back. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> dude, let's talk about China for a second because we didn't really get to uh, <clears throat> we didn't really get to talk about it too much because we had a lot of guests, man. I mean, um, yeah, we did recap a little bit about it, but you kind of went on on your last day, man. Tell me about you went to Yui Garden, right? It's like oh, a dude, nice little tourist awesome. spot. The, uh, so the last day we were there, we, we stayed at a different hotel um, so that we could actually walk to some of these smaller shop areas. What is it called? The, the U area? Yui uh, Yuan, Yu Garden area. Yeah. yeah, the way you pronounced it. Yuan. Thank you. Um, not even going to try. <laughs> but um, it was amazing. Uh, you see the old street, right? Just like it's looking like that for hundreds of years, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, you're walking down like what is just pure modernness, okay? And then there's that, that gateway, and then you turn down that street, and it's like you've gone back just several hundred years. Yeah, man. And so I, you know what? When I went over there, um, I, did, uh, I did some pieces to... Um, you know, to use as gifts, and and uh, I was going to try to find a gallery over there to possibly represent, you know, me as an artist while I was there. But um, 
after being there and just seeing all the different, um, you know, uh, parts of society that exist there from, you know, millionaires, billionaires, all the way down to people just, you know, like this, I'll never forget this one picture I took. I actually made a stencil of it already. And it's a guy that's on this uh, bike looking thing, like a three wheeler. And in the back is this cart and he's pulling, a, it's just full of pipes from a massive oh, I can't building see it, that man. had been uh, demolished. And so, you know, this, here's this big, and in the, in the background, you can see one of the tallest buildings in the world, you know, and part of the skyline that's, that's so famous for Shanghai. But, so you've got millionaires and billionaires there. And then here, this guy is salvaging, you know, uh, trash from a high rise being demolished so that he can feed his family. Crazy shit, and right? There's just, and, and then the shops that I saw actually had a little stamp made, uh, one for myself, my, my kids, and, and, and my wife. And, um, you know, I know I pay, overpaid for it, but I didn't care, you know what I mean? Because that guy carved it right in front of me. Yeah. You know, it's just, this, here's an artist that's just struggling to stamp? himself. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it just made me feel like, uh, you know, I don't want to take anything from these people. Um,. That, uh, you know, it's, I'd rather um, do a series of, uh, of pieces that kind of um, basically show what I think should, um, we should be trying to, kind of energy we should be throwing towards them. Dude, I know? can't wait to see it, man. I mean, like I said, it's, I think especially like for, there's not so many of the current LA street art people that have, uh, uh, you know, got up in China, man. Viola, did you go up in? China? Did you go in Shanghai before? I haven't gone to China. Dude, yet. when you, uh, if you ever want to go, man, we'll we'll link you up to all the right places, man. Cool. And uh, someone that speaks Chinese because it makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> of course, of course. Now we uh, <clears throat> we are just um, joined. Um, you, you heard some banging around or something like that. We just had uh, another one of my favorite street artists come in for uh, for a quick visit. I believe uh, she may be doing some collaborating with Vile. And uh, this is the lovely young Truth. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Truth. Usually the truth is ugly, but not this time, buddy. Definitely, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you know what? Well, this is one of the things I've been like noticing about LA Street Art. We had like a, a Sarah, another artist, come on today. I mean, dude, the LA Street Arts are pretty good-looking women, man. Like, women I don't are. Know what I'm saying. Like, I don't Sarah. know what the deal is, but I don't know what happened to the men, but the dudes, the women are. <laughs> All right, we're gonna stop putting you on the spot, Truth. But, <laughs> but you know, I'm just you know, saying. You know, one of the prettiest uh, female street artists is David Navarro. <laughs> oh! <laughs> he's, he's pretty though. No, he, he is. Sometimes I hang out with Dave, and I, and I fucking hang out with him for too long, and I'm thinking that I have like a like a defined like a like a jawline, you know. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck happened to my job? You want to go get your nails done or something? Get a little uh, fucking pedicure. Man, game. you know we. we it's awesome, man. Love you, Dave. I try to ask him the question, David. You know about the mushrooms, man. But uh, he'll get back to you, I guess, on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we want to invite, welcome, Truth. Uh, you know, a lot of different street artists. Um, have you've been you know participating in our podcast online? I mean, following us and just like posting and supporting us. We want to thank you for that. And uh, you know, we see you collaborating with a lot of people out there. So we kind of just want to learn a little bit about you. But we definitely want to have you on for your own episode too. Oh, I'm like so. I'm supposed to be a fly on the wall right now. <laughs> Hi. Well, just well that you're, you're on notice, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be hitting you up in the in the new year well, for uh, the next season of. Uh, 
of episodes. You know what, though? But just my first exposure to a truth actually is just like, you know, walking down Melrose and I just see these little bits of uh, truth, I guess, you know what I mean? These little pieces of paper and they're done in a very unique style because they look like they're actually like ripped up little pieces of paper, you know I mean? So like, uh, and you things know. have changed since then though. That's true. So little pieces I try to give her advice on like doing these, uh, this, like this technique that some graffiti writers use, like putting, putting, uh, you know, doing sticker bombing and shit. Yeah. 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 You know? Um, and I told her and then she's like, but it doesn't look like ripped pieces of paper. Like, <laughs> after like 30 minutes of explaining this whole process, she just shot it down. And I'm like, well, that's cool. You know? no, I get it. Well, because it's like the handmade thing. I want I want to touch each piece, and I'm very stubborn. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little stubborn. I just want, I'm just putting my heart into it. So no. I'm going to rip it up, you know? No, when I, when I saw it, it was signed like truth. I just automatically, in my mind, I just thought like, oh, little bits of truth. You, you know what I mean? Like, I like that, dude. That's I like a good that one. too. You, you know, I don't know if you intended that, but like I'm just saying, like, that's kind of what I felt. And then they're just like, some of them were like so heart. I'll be, you know what? You would put them on like um, crosswalks sometimes, right? And then, like, I would just read them while I'm waiting for the crosswalk because there's nothing better to do. You know, I'm Location sure. Location is I'm, smart. I'm sure you kind of planned that too. I thought that yeah. was really clever. The only problem with the crosswalks is they don't last that long. That's they true. Get scraped off pretty quickly. Well, but you know, it also it just kind of like I said. I know since I know it gets scraped off pretty quickly. I know you had just been there. So honestly, I've met you a few times, and it's like you're such a warm person it kind of just I'm like oh dude that's awesome you've just been here recently you know what I mean so it's pretty cool it still, it still smells like her <laughs> it's a scratch and sniff I'm like you know what she had pastrami today <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember I don't remember the last time I've eaten a pastrami sandwich <clears throat> I mean I'm sorry let me, let, me, let me take the yeah, make this joke more realistic <laughs> It, smell, it smells like protein bar. That's true. I no, eat a lot of little macro bars. I live off of a I have one in my bag right we're now. In the, we're in the desert the other day. She's like, do you want one of these? And I was like, "Is this a, did I do something wrong? <laughs> Is this a punishment? Why are you punishing you? It's because I get hungry. And when I get hungry, I get really cranky. You get hangry. Hangry. <laughs> so anyways, you guys have been doing some collaborations. I mean, it's pretty cool, man. Because, it, you know... I, I, on, on normally, I wouldn't imagine like uh, Vile to be doing a collaboration. Uh, That's one of the things I like about Vile. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's he's had a few princes in the in the past, and he's one of the people that is that is open to that. A lot of these guys, you know, they won't give anyone the time of day, and any kind of help, any kind of apprenticing or anything. Um, but uh, oh, you know what? I was just I just in our last episode we were talking about. I, I went out with the truth the other night to get a piece up. And the police stopped by. Did you, were you worried at all during that? Um, no, because I was with you. <laughs> because uh. I have been stopped by the cops before, and that was not a pleasant experience, and I completely froze. But the other night, I did not freeze, which was very interesting. And you know what's funny is that like, you guys get stopped and, and, and have these conversations, and they wind up being like pleasant. And it took me like fucking forever to have pleasant conversations. <laughs> well, I really should have look on my face though when they first pulled up there were two guys one of them was not a fan the other guy the driver was fine but did you notice the other guy's face yeah yeah he didn't look very nice <laughs> well he was you can tell that that's the type of team where one guy's a little bit more appreciative of the arts and the other guy was humoring him yeah good cop good bad cop. cop yeah there you go yeah. there you go exactly. good. you're not gonna you're never gonna have good cop good cop that's <laughs> 
too rare. Yeah. But the the experience you had before that, you said, was not so good. What happened? Um, I was painting the wall at Amoeba at like two something in the morning, and I saw the cop. And then we thought he went away, but he actually drove around the street and straight up just saw me spray painting a can and then stopped and then I froze and I didn't know what to do. You said we. Who are you with? I was with my friend Carpart. Okay. Oh, shout out so, to Carpart. Yeah, he's been doing some good Carpart. He's been he doing cried. some good stuff right now. I did not cry. I didn't know what to do. I froze. Did you shart? No. <laughs> no, I did not. I just stood there and my brain I was putting like the last piece of my heart. The whole poem was up except for like the outline of the heart. And I was spraying it, and I was like, well, I'm going to jail tonight. That's where my brain went, and I was like, that's okay. So what happened? What, yeah, what happened? What? I don't know what the fuck. Carpart, like, charmed him or something, shook his hand, because they didn't like <laughs> me very much, and turned around, and I just remember looking at his face, and was like, what the hell? We got away with it. And I was like, we got to leave. Wow, shout out to Carpart, right man. Yeah, we got to leave we now. We got to get him on the <laughs> Okay, well, here's the thing. You were doing something on a wall, yeah. right? Yeah, that's that's why I freaked out. Because that's not the first time that someone has stopped me while I was painting a wall. Yeah. See, well, walls are different than these boxes. But walls are more fun. Make <laughs> <laughs> sure you have a lookout. I'm over here scoffing. Amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so real quick, I kind of want to give a shout out to one of our friends who's a big supporter of the podcast, actually, who really kind of brought you to my attention for Franklin Marshall the third actually man you know so it was really cool and this is like I feel like why we continue to do the podcast is like you know we had Franklin on the podcast and then like nobody knew who the fuck this guy was definitely we just everybody knew this guy definitely got up a lot you know we saw his stencil face a lot and he came on the podcast I guess Truth was listening to the podcast and then they ended up having a collaboration you know what I mean because Actually. Yeah, actually, you I mean, all met at my house. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't even know you were involved. Well, there you go. Every, yeah. every single... <laughs> this is the guy you do the podcast with? <laughs> That's why it works so well. You know what I mean? Man, no, it's so crazy because we just... I also met you through you. Yeah. There you go. This, You know what? Honestly, we just have so many artists come through and they're like, oh, yeah, Teach, you're my biggest inspiration. Teach, you help me. You know, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, it's it's awesome that we have this... podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that actually hit your throat. Hit your throat. This is just audio right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, what the fuck is spoon. <laughs> Nicely done. Gag me with a spoon. That's, 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 dude, that's was... so fucking... That's so valuable. of you. You just gag yourself with a spoon. But oh, yeah, shout out, shout out to Franklin, man. Because, yeah, anyways, he... But... Franklin, you're the shit and I love you. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, we're pretty much at the end of the podcast now, man. So... Yeah, it's been an hour, man. I mean, it's 50, 59 minutes right now, basically. Okay. So, I mean, I kind of just want everybody to kind of give their... Uh, uh, Vile, where can we find you, man? Uh, hiding. If, you know, <laughs> if you're not being if a hermit. If would like to commission you for a piece, uh, what's the easiest way to get a hold of you? Uh, Instagram. Just, uh, you know, I'm always on Instagram. I'm pretty quick to respond to DMs. And your and handle on Instagram like is? V-Y-A-L-O-N-E at... Um, yeah, at V-Y-A-L-O-N-E. Uh, or email me at uh, vile one at gmail.com. Awesome. There you go. I tr- also have a vile one hotmail for you old school people. <laughs> yeah. AOL.com. Uh, you have a MySpace? Yeah. I do have a MySpace. Go to what MySpace, happened to all the MySpace pictures? They just... Add me on MySpace. <laughs> add me on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any, uh, any shows, anything like that coming up? 
Uh, you know what? I'm kind of taking a break from doing a show, but I am supposed to be doing, sending a piece out to Australia for something, but... Um, nice. Yeah, but I don't get to go with it, so that's a problem. <laughs> Dude, it's... It's kind of a far fucking plane. Man, I had an hours. opportunity to go to fucking Australia, and I turned it down. I also turned down going to fucking Basel this year. I'm just... Dude, it's a fuck flying, dude. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. I hate flying, man. You, you basically have to strip down to nothing. You yeah. know, they do a cavity search, and right. then you're like, okay, on your way. I'm kidding. They don't, about call, that. They don't call you the next day. No, <laughs> no. They and then you just have to go back to being like, you know, can't call them babe anymore. You have to call them like, hey, American. No kidding Airlines. around. No kidding around at all anymore. <laughs> yeah. you can't say like you're the bomb, you know, because yeah. the next thing you know, <laughs> okay, what did I do wrong here? And I'm only, you know, I'm still not a part of the Mile High Club. <laughs> me, me either. Huh? I'm, not, I'm not either. No. I mean, yeah, you probably get arrested for doing that these days. You know, they I mean, I'm the only one who fits in the bathroom. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen, dude. <laughs> Truth, where can we find you? Um, on Instagram. At okay. Truth, T R U underscore T H period underscore. T- there you go. One more Can time. Say something. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. T R U underscore T H. No, I know, I know, but go ahead. Where, where, where can you find it? At T R U underscore T H period underscore. There you go. You know, I'll say, I'll say this much. A lot of like, uh, you know, graffiti writers. I'm a graffiti artist. I'm a graffiti writer. I, I'm not an active graffiti writer. I'm not fucking bombing the city. Like, I'm sorry. I'm fucking. I got shit to do. I, I got, <laughs> sorry, I'm I letting it down early. I apologize to everybody that I'm fucking, uh, you know, whose heart I'm fucking breaking by not being that. But uh, you know, you can go ahead and be that. But um, I, you know, I just I appreciate collaborations and I appreciate different artists and different. You know, I feel like art is like music. Like you can't just fucking be around one type of art for your whole fucking life, man. You gotta, you know, you gotta be able to fucking collaborate with other people doing other shit. The first dude that ever gave me a chance to paint on a wall was Ernesto de la Losa, who was an old school Chicano mural painter, and like he let me paint his fucking wall, and like let me put up an eyeball like back in fucking eighty, I don't know, fucking eighty nine or something like that. And then some dude painted a fucking heart over the eye, but whatever. <laughs> ben Higa, you fucking asshole. No. <laughs> <laughs> It was him, and there would be proof that I've been painting eyes that long, but whatever. <laughs> the heart looked much better than the eyeball. I, 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 will, I will agree with that. But anyways, you know, and if I didn't do that, then I wouldn't have had that, those opportunities. You know, my, one of my first, uh, you know, uh, mentors was Eva Cockroft, who passed away from breast cancer. Fuck cancer, you know, Eva Cockroft, a Jewish woman, who's an amazing fucking mural painter. And, and took me in, you know, took me in Asylum Man and fucking just, you know, changed the way I saw things. And... I love that, man. Awesome, so I feel man. bad for narrow-minded people, man. I really do. And, and if you are that of, of a narrow-minded individual uh, existing in this world, in this day and age, I, I you know, I, I feel sorry for you. Hell yeah, man. From a legend, man. Seriously, <laughs> man. No, it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you, man. So, anyways, thank you guys so much. Follow us at PTTP Show. Leave us a review. And uh, thank you guys very much. We love you. Take care. Bye. Peace. Peace. Sí,